welcome to the show, Living with Climate Change. Today's show will be on uh, coping with climate change, uh, trauma, with eco-spiritualism. Now, this is a bit of a continuation of last show. We were talking about eco-trauma, eco-climate uh, trauma, uh, the, the negative psychological effects that the future projections of uh, climate change are having on people. Now, last show, we we looked at it uh, on a couple different levels. Uh, first, just a, a practical way of looking at it, uh, how we can uh, talk about it and work work for on solutions and things like that. And then I talked about a, a the next level of uh, maybe not uh, of looking into the future and that it won't be as bad as we think it is. Uh, now, I, it may not have been a convincing uh, argument or a way of looking at it for some people, but uh, it's helpful to me, and I hope maybe some of you. But today we will look at the... Uh, a climate change trauma, we will see how we can cope with that uh, with uh, a spiritual principles, or we could call eco-spiritualism. Uh, now, it, it may seem strange to have a show that is dealing with uh, spiritualism and climate change, but... Uh, uh, the show is called Living with Climate Change, and its purpose is to give a different perspective uh, on how we deal with this. Um, you know, it could even be called Living in the Anthropocene, because uh, from here on out, this is the era we're in that human beings are going to have a major impact on the planet and that unless something happens that eliminates many humans this is what we will be the world we will be living in from now on uh, now this uh, i think the the, this show is going to be in two parts because I don't like to uh, when we look at spiritual principles I think we don't like to overthink these things and we just uh, look at them and absorb them and uh, not overthink it so it's going to be a short show I think and then we'll pick it up uh, some other principles on the next show and also the show you know I'm trying to, like I said in the, my intro, is that the climate change talks, uh, you, you know, you can see the, the division uh, of one side of, of collapse and, and extinction and, and the, 
the list of uh, the terrible scientific papers coming out on our future and versus a just a total rejection of anthropogenic climate change and I think that we know that uh, the truth is somewhere in between there these are rigid stances on it and you know the world people like to do this and uh, we'll talk about that later but that's what the show's about um, one thing the shows about so today it's a beautiful uh, a topic that like I say can relieve suffering from any loss or trauma and it can allow us to look at the world differently and uh, I will be uh, uh, taking ideas and concepts from many different sources that I've studied over the years uh, such as the Bhagavad Gita what would be it's like the India's Bible uh, our Bible uh, I mean uh, the Christian Bible um, the Tao Te Ching and Taoism which is my favorite uh, philosophy and very uh, close it, it, it's about nature and so it it is kind of a contemporary it's an ancient philosophy that remains very contemporary and uh, I think that the interesting thing about these ancient texts um, that deal with human uh, existence and dealing with the human condition is that if you think about it in the past the world was you know I'm talking about a thousand, couple thousand years ago two three thousand years ago uh, the world was so different and uh, I'm assuming that you know people really had time to think about things think about their and I find that this these ancient texts uh, they reveal that as much as our civilization has changed with technology that our the basic structure of our brains and our thinking and our minds uh, has not changed and it's very evident in this these writings if we can you know if they are really from that time um, and another the, the Upanishads uh, from India uh, also so and then uh, basic teachers uh, like Alan Watts uh, who brought Eastern philosophies to the West uh, back in the you know 50s and 50s and 60s and today Eckhart Tolle uh, you know a wonderful 
spiritual teacher, Krishnamurti. And so we will be, I'll be drawing from some of these and I hope uh, introducing some of these things that if people don't know about, uh, maybe you do know about them. But it's these, you know, we need to look at these every day to help us in our daily lives. So I hope today's show will be helpful and I hope that it doesn't put people off being a idealistic and naive way of, of looking into the future. I, I simply don't believe that. Um, anyway, so let's, so obviously, you know, the whole point of this is to deal, and this is the last show on this, and then we'll move on to scientific topics and things like that. But like I said, I think we need to get a found, a grounded in our emotions and our thinking to deal with the complexity of climate change. So, Let's look at the absolute worst case scenario that many people believe and they think it's over and there is absolutely nothing we can do about it. Um, for instance, let's say global dimming. Let's say that that theory is true. And that if we reduce our emissions that and stop fossil fuels, that it will be worse. Now, I don't, we'll think of, talk about that later. And we have positive feedbacks that they think we cannot stop. Methane, the Arctic's going to uh, thaw out and there'll be methane and, and other Siberian. Uh, there'll be food crop failures. The oceans will will die. There will be nuclear accidents. I think you get the picture. Now let's just say that that is going to happen. Well, and so last show we looked at kind of less severe things that and how to deal with those. So today, let's say that that's going, that, that we think that that's going to happen. Now, how do you deal with that? Well, first, let's look at, let's, so we know that uh, we will all die eventually, right? So we're going to die anyway. So we, all of us, either we, I think when you're young, you, you don't think you'll ever die. <laughs> but as you grow older, you realize that, uh, that you will. So we have to deal with it anyway. Now you may have uh, religious beliefs, but then that would, then you don't need these, uh, these, this video, you don't need, because you're at, you're at peace with that, but it, maybe you're not. Now, 
so this abrupt climate change what's another bad thing that well yes we'll die but now we're going to our lives will be shortened and it and then they'll be limited so we don't get to live long or more importantly uh, our children don't won't live long and just the whole the whole human uh, the whole human race is doomed and that is highly it's very depressing so we don't like that um, now let's acknowledge so we know these things we know that we'll die but let's look at we don't know is that we don't know what will happen when we die we still that's the mystery of life and I think that there is something in most of us that we sense that we just don't think that that's going to be the end it's it's fearful but there is something in us that thinks we will live on now that may be ego I don't know and we don't really fully understand the brain our minds we don't have uh, and we question we don't know about what is this thing called consciousness I'm not talking about being awake I'm talking about our in, in a spiritual way our spirit or our consciousness which is very important so these are mysteries um, now let's look at Taoism uh, my favorite philosophy uh, so what is so to what people do to, to relieve suffering in a in, in a spiritual way and uh, is as what calls its detachment so we know that from uh, a man once said uh, to live in this world but not of it and uh, all the there are other uh, uh, philosophies and and that religions and that uh, try to teach to be detached from uh, worldly things and this is not in a now looking at climate change it's not in a, a, a denialist way let's just what it means I think you guys know what I mean uh, to, to live not clinging to things the, the world and so uh, give it to give it lightness to the world not a seriousness to everything that it's not that serious um, so these are the, this is one of the main uh, ways of of dealing with suffering and loss that 
the Buddha and all these people tried to figure out. Um, now let's look at uh, now Taoism. Interesting. Uh, the book is the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu or Lao Tzu, uh, and uh, two three thousand years old. Now let's look at that. Um, the famous uh, short book written by you know, an old sage that was going to go up and live the last years of his life in the uh, the mountains, and they stopped him and said, "Please write all down your all write down all your wisdom." That's the story. Uh, but now let's look at this profound first sentence from the Tao Te Ching. That the Tao that can be named is not the eternal Tao. Now, when we say Tao, we mean nature, uh, intelligent design, cos cosmos, God, um, the mystery of life. Now, so what this means is that he's saying that as soon as you think that you know what something is, that's not it. And especially with God or the, the, the cosmos, the mystery, nature, is that we simply can't understand it. Um, and you could apply this to a lot of things in the world, that as soon as you put something in a box and name it and say, this is what it is. And you don't have it. That's not it. So you always have to look at things openly and loosely. Um, so I think that you can see where I'm going with this in the in our own lives, our mortality, the future of our planet, and uh, on a deep level we don't we just don't know. Maybe things are all as they should be or we just don't know. So That should give us some relief. I uh, hope I explained that right today. Um, now, another uh, line from that book is the master doesn't cling to ideas or concepts. Now, that means so thoughts, negative thoughts or whatever, uh, you, you don't cling to them. Now, we have these thoughts. We have thoughts of fear, but we don't have to believe them or cling to them. And uh, you just let them go. So that's a way of living. And uh, this is something I always remembered. Um, 
And anyway, you can see that this is a way of living uh, free. Um, so that's just a just a little bit of Taoism. I, I thought I wanted to present that you can further look into this yourself, or it's a little reminder of uh, the beauty of that philosophy. Now let's look at a book uh, that it's called A Course in Miracles. And that came out of the United States in the 70s. And it's what's called a channeled book. And it has a lot of Christian terminology in it that might turn people off, might not. But it's a, a very helpful book to read and understand. Um, so the it, it's based on uh, these lessons. You take one lesson every day for 365 days, and that will lead you to peace and freedom of your mind. But the course can be summed up in this famous, maybe you've heard it, these famous lines, and I'll read them to you now, and we'll talk about them. It states that Nothing real can be threatened and nothing real, nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God or herein lies peace. So I think that maybe all of us can sense that if we go in deeply that what it's really saying is that all there is is love. That is what the world is and nature and, and everything is good and it is full of love and anything else is an illusion uh, created by our own minds. That uh, and that's a beautiful image. It's a beautiful uh, idea that I think that you can see if you look hard. I think you can realize that and come to and therein lies the peace. Therein lies peace of this can you cannot. There will be no fear of anything. If you can adopt some of these powerful messages. And I'm not saying to not take action and do anything with your lives. But I'm saying to be grounded in these beautiful ideas and concepts and practice them every day. And then go out into the world and do your work especially with climate change. Um, and I think that you will be more effective and you will be at peace and you will not not do anything about it. Um, this is just a suggestion. Um,
and that's the point of the show is to anyway I'll uh, uh, the next show uh, I'm going to talk about a, a couple of more concepts that will be very helpful uh, dealing with the human condition our own suffering our own daily lives that isn't talked about much really in the mainstream and I think if you get in this state of mind and you watch I don't know the news or, or a movie or a, that it will seem silly to you maybe uh, but you will it won't be appealing um, anyway uh, one more thing on the Course of Miracles uh, I think it's interesting uh, what it does uh, so let me let me tell you the first lesson and uh, the first lesson is that you this is what it is uh, you look you say nothing I see in this room means anything so it's an interesting uh, thing to do it and it I mean and I was thinking about this this morning that uh, I mean some of these things brainwashing I well I think our brains need washed every once in a while <laughs> if you know what I mean what's wrong with that but look and see look at anything in the room look at a spoon a cup and really look at it and instead of immediately saying that's a cup and that's it and judging and and notice how our minds uh, have just labeled everything and we don't really look at them so if you look at something really and just and say it doesn't mean anything and see what the meaning you've given it or it could be anything your your car or maybe something that you love a lot some physical thing and uh, just like realize that it doesn't really mean anything other than some concept you've given it so it's a lesson and so this whole course takes you through these things and if you can stick with it and and most people never make it <laughs> I didn't make it uh, you know I think 120 or something uh, because it, it does get the whole course gets a bit too much uh, it, it's overthinking that the, the, the books are you know thicker than the Bible um, but it's the the message of the book is wonderful and beautiful uh, now another uh, another uh, lesson is the lesson seven to kind of get you through and it states I see only the past 
Now, it's, I think most of us, if you're not conscious, that maybe that's what you do. You're not real. Everything that you see is based on your past. Assumptions, your knowledge. And just to understand that that's the way you're looking at things uh, can be a spiritual practice. So you're just, you're not looking at the world like a newborn baby or uh, as, as a child usually looks at things. And we, we know be childlike in some ways. So that's an interesting thing to do also. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, another great book and uh, that's out there to now I hope that you can you see when you go into these things and you quit it's a way of freeing your mind. And I don't see people in that, this state of mind very much, especially dealing with political things and oh, just in climate change and what do we do about it and uh, debates. People are always uh, so the point is, is that just if we can adopt some of these and I'm telling you to I'm asking you to try to live your life looking at the world this way and you'll be much happier and but the world may seem kind of silly to you also <laughs> the things that uh, you know the things that people uh, focus on and cling to um, uh, as you get older uh, uh, doing this when you're young very hard very hard um, but as you get older you it becomes easier one of the beauties of growing old okay I, I think that's enough for uh, uh, one show and just we'll let that let that sink in and uh, the next show I want to talk about just so we can understand what the ego is our, our human ego um, I want to just briefly talk about meditation and how I think it's kind of misunderstood and uh, but, and then uh, of course uh, talk about living in the moment in the in the now and then and talk about enlightenment and what what is this enlightenment people talk about and and get into those issues and after all of that I hope that it will have helped you 
Um, these are things that need to be, the human mind is so powerful that it does not want to, I think it's the ego does not like these things. It wants to, I'll briefly say what kind of the, the thing about the ego. And I think when I say ego, I'm talking about the conditioned mind that we have from our just who we are and our, the way our, our families, where we came from, our jobs, all these create a, a, a person, a, 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 an image that we try to hold up. Uh, some of us, some of us more than others, of course. Um, But the, yeah, but the ego, it always wants to be separated in some way from, from everything, really. That's, I think that's, you can see that yourself, maybe, or maybe not. That's, you, if you can, if you can, I, you need to be identified that that's what it's, in a way, that's what it's doing. Because when you lose your ego, and it's happened to, it's called Satori and also it and you become one with everything. It is an experience that it cannot be. Uh, nothing can be that more beautiful and revealing and than that, that when you feel at one with everything. Um, that's what the monks and everybody are trying to achieve. Uh, so let's wrap the show up. So I've today's show, I've tried to go into this deeper level of dealing with climate trauma and eco trauma and the, the, the views and the worries and the fears that people are having because of this anthropogenic climate change that our civilization has created and is we feel is threatening all life on the planet our own lives and our own futures and it's a major thing that we're facing and I'm so I'm hoping that we can this can help. Uh, it helps me and I hope it helps you because this other place that you can be in uh, is not a pleasant place, in my opinion. Some people, maybe they like. living in ego but they're not going to like it for long it's not sustainable <laughs> uh thank you for joining me and i hope that show has been helpful to you and uh, we will continue this on the next show thank you for joining me goodbye